Someone is returning. He started his own company, and now he's back. Who could it be? I'll give you a hint. He is a man. A duo. A man you have missed with all your heart. A duo. A man who has ruined all of the men for you. It's a duo. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? It's Michael Scott. No. It's the Weasel Snake Podcast. And we're back! Yeah. Yes. Wow. wow. A new round of quotes. A second uh, season of the beautiful Weasel Snake podcast. Wow. Uh, it feels good to be back. We're live in the Chrysler 200 like we never left a year later. That's right. That's right. Uh, this is the snake. I'm the weasel. We're back, folks. Man, it feels good to be here. We're, we're back. We're Man. back. Um, so uh, just a little uh, update and also um, just kind of a reminder where uh, where we've been. The last time you saw me, I was clothed in regular clothing. Um, <laughs> but the last time you saw the weasel, he was uh, in a in a ritzy little green prom dress um, in the in the Glens Falls Circle because he came came in last. You know, I think that this is a great time just to, to unveil my team name. Sure. And I think that no one's really talked about it, even though it's I haven't that, either. I'm actually I don't even I um, don't even know what it is. Check it out. Go ahead and read it to the group. Guess what my team name Miley is? Cyrus. It's all about the climb, baby. Oh, my. <laughs> it's all about the climb. It's the climb. Well. Um, yeah, so, so, uh, the weasel was in the circle in a dress, um, Buse the commish for the second year in a row won using two tight ends. That might hurt more than me in the dress. Yep. Um, and then also, um, I think I'm bringing back a classic segment just right off the rip here. Um, like a, a take lap candidate of the year and maybe I've ever seen has got to be, uh, Teddy who lost in the final and, uh, by two points. And, um, here's why it's a take lap candidate. Because he had Russell Wilson on his team, right? You know, um, him and Tyler Lockett lead Teddy to one of the best records, one of the best years. Um, in, in, the, uh, in the history of the league, really, he was the favorite all oh, year. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then in the last game, he starts Tua Tagovailoa. Fins up. In the fucking <laughs> final. Fins yeah, fins up because he fucking lost <laughs> by two. <laughs> Done. Done. How do you start Tua over Russell Wilson, Teddy? Tua. So, uh, so you know what? I, I hope you had a nice long offseason of taking laps. Yeah. But now we're back. We're back. Now we're back. Um, <laughs> you know, honestly, you can just take you take your time, rethink that decision because we've all had a bad decision that's this okay. year. That's I said, okay. I said my boy Raheem Monster Cheese was better than Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, we all have setbacks. We all have bad calls. Um, I'm glad this is coming full circle. We can finally, like, you know, jump <laughs> off that horse. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I think without further ado, I think we just should just jump right into it. Like, you, like we said before, and like how our league works before, the winner from the previous year gets to pick their draft spot first and so on. As second said, gets second to pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the winners, um, all the way down, like we draft our draft order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had some rule changes too. I mean, really not too much. Just have a rolling draft order or waiver order now, which we'll talk more about um, when the season gets closer. But yeah, so, so we had our um, draft of draft picks. Um, so how we're going to do is we're going to start with, with Buse, our commission at the one. Um, go down, tell you which pick, which pick they picked, and then maybe some possible keeper options with some insight on um on some guys for coming up for the next year. Right. So for the draft in the twenty twenty one, we got Buse at the first pick overall. So he won last year. He chose yep. the first pick again, and like our like with our draft, we get keepers. Yep. So for his first pick, we look at what keepers he might keep. At his first pick, and what um what he might do going forward. Oh, draft. and also um we um like if you kept a if you excuse me if you drafted a guy in the sixth round last year, let's say, and you keep him this year, 
you lose your six round pick. So so that becomes important too as we talk, as we start talking about guys yeah. and where they were picked and and that's basically the whole thing is comparing value based on um, where they're drafted last right. year. So Buse last year he got he got some we got some good ones. He got some good ones Couple for options. sure. Couple for options. sure. We'll go after for the shitty one. We'll go for AJ Brown potentially. His is maybe an option. He got him at the fourth pick. See, I, I, I think fourth round it like could have some value for him. Like I know Julio comes in and, and probably takes um a lot of um a lot of attention. Um, but I think. Yeah, you know, it also opens up for Brown. I mean, I mean, you look at Calvin uh, Ridley last year mm-hmm. when Julio was with him. I don't know. I think it could open it up for Brown. That's just my take on it. You got, sure. I got a second guy back there that maybe he could pick up James Robinson, who went undrafted. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his projected um, average draft. Oh, yeah, um, honestly, that's another change because last year, which actually started the whole Darren Waller um, debacle, was that we had it that if you um, were going to keep a guy that was undrafted last year, that would automatically be. Just a six-round pick, like, plain, flat out across the board. That's another little tweak we made, which applies to this James Robinson pickup, who abused uh, the commish got off the waiver wire. Undrafted, so now it's um, their ADP, their ESPN ADP, but then minus three draft spots, so you're still adding some value. So I think for Robinson, that, that would end up shaking out to be, like, a like a fifth-round pick. Fifth-round, you well, said. Let's just, this is a ballpark. It's, yeah. it's, I think he's probably going second-round-ish, yeah, third-round-ish, fifth, go, sixth-round. I'm going to go fourth through sixth-round. That's what I'm going to write on my Yeah, 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 yeah because, I mean, right because they have Etienne. I know her. you and I have talked about Etienne. That's true. love Etienne. Uh, I'm big yeah, on the Jags this year. I know. He's going to take a lot of their uh, reps out of the air. Too. For sure, for sure. I mean, um, like this Robinson pick basically won um, Buse the entire year last year. I mean, like he was that one he guy. Went, he, went, he went from having the – like I think we talked about in the first podcast where like Buse's team is the best by far and yeah. then by the end of week one we had um who he had kittle go down and he had saquon go down we're like oh abuse is done for he's the year. done but then he ends up making these crazy picks because led by robinson so i don't know i wouldn't blame him if he, if he wanted to um like burn maybe like a i mean maybe as late as like a seventh round pick i mean well like, we have to really check before the draft when his adp is i mean like for that sentimental value i mean like like this was his guy like, it was his like, guy I mean, and to get him at the sixth pick, if he fell to the sixth pick, I don't know what ESPN would rank his yeah. um, draft position. But, I mean, if he fell to the sixth pick, that's a pretty good one to, to keep. But honestly, what the clear-cut pick for his guy is, is probably Antonio Gibson, who got, who he snagged in the 11th From the fucking year. football team. Yeah, the football team, baby. Yeah, I mean, like, he, I mean, he had a couple injuries here and there. Um, he had um, J.D. McKissick and his glorious Batman chest tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. Um, and like, like, you know, like he, he stepped in a little bit. But I, I think just from the value alone and, and the, the youth standpoint alone, um, I think the 11th round, like if you're getting even a flex level running back in the 11th, I mean, that's value. Yeah, with running so. backs being so desperate in this league, I just dropped my pen on the side of my thing. For the third time. For the third time. It's for really going to blow up. That's um, fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, getting any ready back at, a late round that could definitely give points to your teams is an absolute find or it's a gem. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like Gibson is like, um, has been, has, has, at least in the mocks I've been doing like second round value. Oh, um, easily. Hey, Fitz magic's there. I think that team like could win the division, believe it or not. It sounds bold. It sounds bold. And like, I love Scary Terry, who we'll talk about in a little bit for someone else's keeper. Well, as a Giants fan and you're as an Eagles fan, I'd say we have our necks in that side of the woods more than the average listener. Yeah, and I honestly sure. say it's the football team or the Giants going to walk out of that division. Hey, hey, you know what? I just watched the first episode of Hard Knocks last night, Dallas Cowboys. I believe yeah, yeah. in Dak Prescott. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. I fucking hate them. Um, Jerry Jones is a demon, and um, maybe the worst owner in sports. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm sorry, um, James Dolan. But then Jerry Jones might be too. Not a big fan. But that being said, it pains me to say it, but I like Dak Prescott. I do. 
he had that fucked up injury last year. Honestly, repulsive to watch. Was watch like <laughs> like they've replayed it. It's like it's like the Sean Livingston. Dude, <laughs> no, no. This is the craziest part though. He's literally talking about it. And I never noticed this during the video. Probably because I was literally averting my eyes. But like Dak says, he goes, "Yeah, like I tried to like pop it back in so I could like like maybe walk off the field." And you, and they show it again. And like he literally takes his fucking angled leg and just bounces it off the ground. And then, and then after that, it doesn't do anything, and that's when he like he, even he starts like bringing the trainers over. This man literally tried to just crack his fucking like like. Oh, like, it's probably numb. It's probably numb. Oh, dude, I mean, it, I mean, like it just reminded me of like like Steve Nash trying to like rebreaking his nose. Except that's your fucking leg at a forty five degree angle, and you're just trying to pop that sucker back <laughs> in. Like he's yeah, a dog, bro. Yeah. So I mean, I, I digress. I hate Dallas, but I uh, mean Dak Prescott, dog. Uh, absolute dog. Thanks. Yeah. All right, so I go right back in. So that was Buse's three picks. Who so, knows? So probably Gibson. In the probably 11th. Gibson in the eleventh. Yeah, we'll fly right into the second. Um, who finished second last year? And Teddy chose the second place spot. Sure. In the draft, so he's right over there, right behind Buse at the second spot. And his options are looking pretty slim comparative to Buse. He got Lockett, who fell to the fourth to him. Yep. So. Potentially. For and sure. he's got, we're going Seahawks all the way for Ted. That's what we saw at least. And he's got Russell Wilson in the sixth. That, that's the irony because, like, this is the duo. I mean, obviously, Dalvin um, was the other guy, but, like, this duo, like, just pretty much led him the entire year, anchored him. And what they, um, there was multiple weeks where each guy had, like, at least 40, like, locking out a 50 bomb. I think Wilson, like, had a couple 40 bombs. So, like, I feel like it's only right that he could keep one of those two guys. But, I mean, if this dude's not even going to start him in the fucking final. How is he going to keep Russell Wilson? I know. If he, you know? If he gets Lockett, he's going to get Dalvin in the second pick like he did last year. I mean, he's going to have roughly like the same like wide receiver running back duo that he had last year. Hopefully, they can oh, produce the same as they did. And if they did, he'll probably get to the finals. If you were him, would you pick? Would you keep Lockett in the fourth or Wilson in the sixth? Who per- would you, who would you keep? Personally, <sighs> it's tough. I'd go Lockett in the fourth because I think that's a great wide receiver to have, and that made me go wide. I could go running back, running back. I think that's fair, and then um, I just think that with quarterbacks, I, th- I think there's a lot, like a lot of good quarterbacks this year, and I think it looks weird because like we lost, um, you know, Breeze is gone now, and Philip Rivers, and and like some guys move spots, so like it looks like there's like not as much room at the top, but I think guys like Matthew Stafford on the Rams are going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think there's going to be some movement. With well, they're some just going to have guys. him throw it 80 times a game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I think there's more value at quarterback, and I think Teddy could could maybe reach back um, and just get someone else. Maybe Wilson again. Who knows? Who knows? Is right. We shall see. Sure, sure, sure. Let's go right to the third pick of our draft. It's going to be Bodie. He was the he finished, mongoose. Yeah, he finished third place, and he chose the third pick. Shocking. Yep, yep. He's got he got some uh, interesting picks. They're all pretty close, and I think they're all pretty even. To yep. be honest with you, I'm going to go with the kind of like the more of the reach one, yep. which is Kareem Hunt in the fourth. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Who's splitting backs them? Who's who? Chubb. And, Chubb, and yeah. I mean, I, like Chubb went down for a little bit, and, and Hunt played well. And even when they were they were playing together, they both got touches. But Chubb is just like in terms of pure raw skill, to me at least, oh, he looks like like a top three running back in the league. Oh, he's definitely the clear number one. But who knows if he's going to stay healthy? And and Kareem Hunt always got touches, even when Chubb was in there. He's going to yeah. get he's going to get ten to twelve. He was touches in on the goal line a couple of times. Yeah. He caught the ball a bunch. So I mean, it's scary. And 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 I roasted that pick last year, but it ended up like really doing. But I'll well. say I'll say this again: having a running. Back falls to your fourth pick that you know could be a flex or RB two is huge, and that guy and you know Cream Hunt is that guy. Well, I mean, I think moving down to one of his other options, Chris Carson from the Hawks in the third, Seahawks in the third. Um, the injury stuff is tough, but I think if that dude plays, he outplays a third round value. But I, I, I think Chris Carson screams uh, fourteen points a game. Um, that's. 
And is he an RB1? I think he's an RB1. I, I think his, his ADP has been pretty high. I mean, he's been going like in a 12 in a twelve man league. He's been going like end of first, I feel like, well, you're beginning of second. So it's at least just from an ADP standpoint, you're gaining back. So how about this? Let me, let me, let me toss a question to you. If you're drafting and Chris Carson falls to you in the second round, you picking him up or you letting him fall? It's it's tough because there's so many variables. I'm gonna say he's definitely in the mix of me picking him up for sure. Hmm. Like, like I just think he's, he has that value. All right, we'll go to his last one. I got Tyreek in the second that he. Can I shoot. have insider sources, aka the Miles Mongoose himself, that says he's probably gonna keep Tyreek, which is crazy. I probably would go Chris Carson in the third if I was him, even though like he's a 17 point game. I think that's an RB two. I'm drafting RB one. I'm going I'm going running back first, wide receiver second. Chris Carson is my keeper third. Yeah. On my turn, I can either do wide receiver if I want or go with third running back. I mean, like uh, Tyreek Hill is obviously a better player than both those guys. I mean, at least to me, he's going to score more points. But the value of running back, like they're such a commodity. They're so um, valuable to have a back that gets consistent touches and or points. I feel like I'd agree. I'd go Carson, but I don't blame him for going Tyreek Hill because he's been going first round. He, he's, he's been a first round guy. We're in a PPR as well. Mm-hmm. So that's something to think about too. Um, so, I mean, I think he goes Tyreek. I think I would go Carson though. And I think you're in agreement with that. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. crazy. We don't ever agree. I know. Rare. rare. <laughs> uh, let's go right down to the fourth pick of the draft. Still chalk. Still, still chalk. Fourth pick. Um, fourth place last year. Four, fourth place last year, picking the fourth pick uh, with Jake. He's got two options. One... I think it's pretty clear-cut. The other one's kind of a wild card if he chooses to go there. Yep. He's got Josh Allen. This is the clear-cut one. He got Josh Allen in the seventh last last year. Yep. I think that's pretty pretty much the lock if I was him. Oh, for sure. He's going to get 30 points a game. Having a QB that just averages 30 points a game above any other quarterback that averages 18 is huge. You know how many times I lost last year or anybody has lost by yeah. 12 points? And having a QB that can always produce 12 more points than the other team's QB is Nuts. Consistent, massive points getter. Um, and, I mean, um, people are hot on Josh Allen and the Bills this year. I mean, like, he's been improving more and more. Um, like, he's been actually an MVP candidate for next year. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a fringe MVP candidate, like fourth, like third or fourth um, in that kind of range. So, I mean, I think he goes off again. And, I mean, like, seventh round is fucking late. Like, like that's late. I mean, even though there is definitely what round do you think? What round do you think our quarterback round will go for? Fifth? Four. Fourth, you say? Yeah. In that early. Damn. Dude, so I'm, well, I mean, someone's taking Mahomes, like, fucking first or second. Well, that's probably it just happens. And they might go first. Um, and then, I don't know, after that, like, Rodgers will have a year. Um, so I think, like, Rodgers and, um, like, maybe Kyler. I don't know. Or Josh <laughs> Allen. Like, if it doesn't get kept. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But then his other option, D-Hop in the second. D-Hop in the second. Which I feel like, to be honest with you, is, like, um, the more, like, the reach. I think if he's going to, like... um. Or like the more like blow up player, like it's it, riskier. Yeah, yeah, riskier, more blow up. But like, I see more of an upside with him. I think Josh Allen, like, he might go, he might just produce like twenty five, and that's you know you're gonna get twenty five with him. But this guy, you can think you're gonna, oh, you're only gonna get fifteen. He could do thirty every week. Who knows? You can see great upside with him, and that really can influence your team when you have a wide receiver that's putting up thirty a game. D Hop is is in the top, is in the tier one. You mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's Adams, Tyreek, D Hop, and then maybe there's a couple guys that are like on, on the fringe of that. Julio too. five years ago, but that was it. Well, yeah, with the injuries, it's tough. But so I mean, D Hop is like, um, I mean, it's similar to to, to Tyreek with with, um, with Bodie. I mean, like, um, you're getting a tier one receiver um, in the second round. Um, so I mean, it's it's a risk because if if they're anything less than that, then that sucks. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I think I don't know. I think it's interesting. Um, Did Nick finish fifth place? Is it still chalk? Uh no no it's it's chalk by the by the way we did this. No no no, it's chalk by the numbers. 
next next the fifth pick, next to fifth draft. Okay, okay, yeah. I, so I don't know what place he finished in in last year, but I think he finished fifth. Okay, yeah. So it is so chalk. So yeah. yeah so so Nick finished fifth place, and he also picked the fifth pick in the draft this year. Yes. Um, one of the few people that we think only has one kind of option, he got Ridley in the fourth. Yeah, we looked at his team and they were like, if he goes anything else. I mean, he, I think he got Mahomes in the second round. He could do that. But that is like a reach and like, it is. I think he's going to fall to the third. So he could just grab him in the third and not keep him in the second. Yeah, so, makes which makes sense. Um, yeah, we think Ridley in the fourth. Ridley in the fourth. I mean, um, with, with Julio going, he's only going to get more uh, more looks. And I mean, obviously there's that adverse effect of maybe he's going to get a little more attention. Um, but I don't know. I, I think the Falcons have some weapons this year. I think he, I mean, fourth is good value. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Z is next. Mm-hmm. Um, Z still chalk. Um, uh, Z finished sixth and is picking... Um, the sixth, the sixth pick. pick, sure, which All is right. crazy. I would, I probably would have won twelve if I was Z. That's fair, to be um, honest with you. But it's all up to you about which player you want to get as your star player. Or wait, no, 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 no. We 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 um, we we messed up the order a little bit. So so we did skip over Brandon, who was fifth. Oh, Brandon was fifth. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. So so let's 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 go back to that. So, so it's a little bit off chalk, but we're here, we're here. <laughs> a little bit off chalk. Yeah. Um. So Brandon, no, yeah, yeah. I do remember this was the wild card. So Brandon had the 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 fifth option at picking his pick, right? And the the fifth slot was on the board. The twelfth slot was on the on the board. Brandon with the with the fifth pick in the draft draft, <laughs> picked the eighth pick. Yeah. The eighth pick. Well, having the I don't pick. fucking understand that at all, but. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I would have picked the twelfth pick where you got back to back options, um, or the fifth pick where you got the fifth pick in the draft, but he picked eighth. Like, do you like, do you have a guess? I think the eighth that? pick is the worst pick in the draft. Who falls to the eighth, and who can you grab on the turn? Maybe he had eighth last year. I don't know. Also, <laughs> we'll have to get back to you on that. But okay, so so, so for Brandon's keeper options, I mean, Brandon's options: DeAndre Swift in the fourth. I think that's an upside pick with value. I mean, I think his ADP is higher than the Lions, the running back. Um, I don't know. Um, and then who's next? Who else is the guy next? Kelsey in the second. Yep. Kelsey in the second, and he's got McLaurin in the fifth. What's your first like first inkling on, on those three guys? I, I Personally, I'd go Kelsey in the second. I think that, first of all, I think you have to drive t- three tight ends. This makes it harder for you when you get when you got a good one out. Oh, so it's a fucking cock block for me. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's just the first reason. I have multiple. Number that's two, um, he. I think le- every single year the downfall of my team is having a shitty tight end or like a shitty just like I'm missing one good player. Yeah. And I think it's my tight end or my QB or whatever it is. And having a tight end that produces 25 points a game, there's nothing like it. Darren Wallow you saw last year. That was something that will happen again. If it does, you know what? I'm, I'll am i be a full Darren Wallow fan. I'll get a tattoo of him. <laughs> but here's my thing. He's su- he's such a dominating tight end, and he he do- and he just runs the league in that position. And Mahomes fucking loves him. He throws it to him 15 times a game. So just in the PPR league alone, he- he's gonna see mad reps, and and then based off just the PPR, he's gonna get the points from the catches. And then oh hello, what's going on there? Welcome Chrysler 300. <laughs> All right, Kelsey, you were saying Kelsey, yes. So he's gonna get the points from the catches, and then he's gonna get the yards, and then you know he's gonna get the. T- you gotta get tutty touches. Sure, sure, sure. I couldn't disagree more. I don't really? think I don't think I, I could I could rationalize ever keeping a tight end. That's yeah. just me. And this is someone who has to fucking keep your draft three. I just think that with the tight ends, like I mean, if you're getting Kelsey at the top, sure. I mean, like like you get an advantage. But I think that like in a keeper draft, like I think keeping like a fucking receiver or back is almost imperative. I think it's almost imperative. I do. 
So if I were him, I would probably pick like like keep scary Terry. I mean, I may be really high in the football team this year, but I think Terry McLaurin is fucking is nutty. I do. I know. I, and I see your face and you're shocked, but I, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna stick to it. I think scary Terry has a year, and I I don't know. I think Swift is a question mark, and I can never keep a tight end. Well, I disagree. Yeah, um, slap it. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick as your QB is a wild card, and he's a winner. Yeah, we'll see. He's a fucking winner. We'll thing. see. Since so we we had Nick at the fifth. So okay, no. So it's Brandon picked fifth, but picked eighth. Nick picked sixth and picked fifth. We have him keeping Calvin Ridley. Now next is Mike, which was which this also didn't fucking make sense to me either. Mike had what? Mike still had the the twelfth pick on the board. <laughs> yeah, and he picked the eleventh pick. He didn't pick the twelfth pick. He and and like he he was explaining to me that like he wanted to like always have a buffer between his picks, which like. I understood what he was saying, but I didn't really get what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I want know. a buffer. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I like I like I want the opportunity for the other guy to pick the guy I want. Like but he gets I'll, two opportunities to pick the guy I want. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So I, I don't know. Like like like, do you have an idea? I couldn't agree more. I couldn't disagree more with him. I, re- I really couldn't. I just really don't 12. like. I really don't like that at all. Like that was worth it. Brandon picking the eighth. Yeah, bro. I don't like that at all. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but I mean, with Mike, he only has pretty much one option. In our opinion and C.D. Lamb in the ninth. He had a pretty terrible draft. Yeah. I think he took Leonard Fournette in the second. In the second, and Chubb. Chubb first. Yeah, and, and you can't waste a first round pick on Chubb. You're not keeping him. Um, you're not keeping Fournette. He's not even on, or he's, he's on the box, but he was pretty bad. Well, he's probably going to draft Fournette if he wants to do a running back first because he got or not Fournette Chubb because he's dropping to the 11th, and that's probably what the best. He probably could pick Chubb. Then. He, here's here's his options because um he's going to pick whatever. I have the 10th, but so he's, here's his options. He's going to have either Ox and Eckler, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, or that's a gross little um, Chubb. I mean Najee Harris at the back if it can fall to him. I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, like it's an interesting spot for him. I'm not sure um, what he's going to do, but I think he has to keep CeeDee Lamb in the ninth, which, I mean, that's good value. That is actually a good start. Because, I mean, remember, like, Nick and Mike were new additions last year, so they didn't even get keepers. Right. So, like, this is the first year they've actually had keepers. So, I mean, now they're – like, this is their first full year in the in, in the swing of it, which is where it's all even play. So, right. uh, I, think, I think this is a good first keeper for Mike. Like, CeeDee Lamb like, ninth, yeah, I think it's locked in. If he doesn't do that, I don't know what else he's thinking. Yeah, I mean, hey, he did just pick the 11th pick instead of the 12th, so who the fuck knows? <laughs> well, he likes the buff. Yeah, he likes it's, the It's buff. the buff. <laughs> I just don't get it, Mike. <laughs> okay, so Who's next um, we have <laughs> Z, who had the 8th pick in the draft draft, and, and, and the 6th pick was on the board, so yep. he picked the 6th. Still, the 12th pick is still on the, <laughs> the fucking board. board. I can't believe it, bro. The 12th pick's dope. I love the 12th pick. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand. But, I mean, I, the, the, the sixth pick, sure. I mean, you can still scoop one of those running backs at the top. There. Right. Um, his options for keepers. Uh, how about you got this? So, so here's my thing. Well, I think his biggest one, is that Kenyon? Is that Keenan? Keenan, all right. I just want to make sure. So Keenan Allen in the fourth. Like I said before, you can do wide receiver or running back, but I would prefer a running back. Tra- Absolutely. My Travis Kelsey comment was on the side. Travis Kelsey's one in a million. So, but and preferably I would do a running back over a wide receiver. His two options for running backs are the Montgomery Fire – and the dumpster uh, fire, my Bucko, boy. Yeah, who we got in the fifth, which actually is a pretty good steal because I think he's going second or third in most drafts, or even like late first. Yeah. Um, or Derrick Henry that he could keep as well. He mentioned something in the, in the chat about keeping Derrick. And honestly, now that he has the uh, dumpster fire, I honestly would choose him. I go, I go yes. Montgomery in well, the fifth. That's a steal, and that dude, you could still get Derrick Henry in the sixth. Yeah. Well, um, well, like that's why I don't understand why he would. Like, if he put in the chat, he was keeping Derrick Henry. 
I don't understand even more why I wouldn't pick the 12th. Because, I mean, like, that was my strategy last year was use, like, use the 12th round um, or pick the 12th round draft pick. Use your first round on your first um, – use your first round pick on as your keeper. You lose your first round, but then you have the first pick in the second round. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're getting Derrick Henry as your 12th pick – as the like 12th, 12th pick, pick in the, the first, first round. round. Yeah, which is a steal. So, yeah, so now I, I definitely hope he's not picking Derrick Henry because that, then it just like – Really puts him at a disadvantage at the beginning of the draft. Yeah, because then he loses his six pick, and then he has to wait what, like, like, eighteen some odd picks or something like that. I don't know the actual like, right. The exact, it's true, but, or no, twelve picks right there. Yeah. Twelve picks. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think you should pick Dumpster Fire as well. Who I mean, like, even though I call him Dumpster Fire, really had a pretty fucking good year. He had last a good year. year last year, and he's the number one again coming back. Yeah, I think I have to keep calling him that just be, just for like legacy's sake. But like, is there another RB back that was there before? Well, um, Cohen, I think like um, was, I would think Views also had towards like like towards ACL um last year, but he's he's a receiver. He's he's a straight receiving back. Right. He's a he's literally a fucking. Like an elf, he's he's he's, he's very he's like a, he's a tiny guy. So he's very quick and shifty. He's not like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, you he's know. an elusive guy. Yeah, he's an elusive sure. guy. All right, so, so so we're thinking dumpster fire there. Yeah, I think dumpster fire is is the um, safer pick, but he always could pick Derrick Henry. I mean, that's where he that's where he follows the six picks. So it's like no harm, no foul. You're not just getting you're not getting any profit with your keeper yeah, no, if he does that. And and like. This is this next draft draft pick is Prox. One pick before mine. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the 12th pick. This is great. And then Prox takes it. So, fuck me. So, Prox takes the 12th pick. Um, this keeper value isn't, like, super great. Um, Which I mean, is the one shitty thing for him is, is he has no RB value because he kept Austin Eckler last year. And then he has um, Miles Sanders who Brandon, Brandon kept, kept last year. So, therefore, he has two keepers that you cannot keep back-to-back years. So, yeah. he's stuck with just wide receivers who, like we said before, are just – more of a risky play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, unfortunately, he's kind of um, like he has to do it. Um, so, I mean, um, that being said, he, he has two choices. Um, Allen Robinson in the fourth, who, I mean, um, like had an okay year last year. Um, I think he was top 10, maybe fringe top 10 um, um, in terms of receivers. And then, I mean, Deontay Johnson in the ninth, which I think I think that's the pick. I think he's. Um, I think he was the the Steelers' number one guy last year. I mean, Juju wasn't great, and Claypool was ridiculously inconsistent by the end. So I think Deontay Johnson in the ninth. I mean, is like almost has like as good a value as Ceedee Lamb in the ninth. I think like that's like um, like a really solid keeper. Like, what do you think about that? I agree with you. Actually, again, okay. I think that Deontay Johnson's a steal to have in the ninth. I think that's a reach to say that he's as good as um. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. I think it might C- be. I think CD Lamb is going to be the number one. I think he's going to twenty two plus a game. Sure, sure. Johnson's probably going to get 16-plus a game. All right. Those are some random-ass numbers, but I'm interested to see. We're just averaging throughout the season, you, you know. I feel you. I, I got um, you. Yeah. And then it's me. It's me. Oh, um, snake. Uh, and then I tried to pick the 11th pick because I just didn't understand, like, why it wouldn't be there. But Mike had picked it. So <laughs> I He wants the bumper. That's why. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't get the buffer myself. I, I like I tried to pick the buffer, couldn't get it because the buffer was chosen before me. And then I had the seventh pick. So I'm not um I'm not sure what I'm gonna do here. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do here. I have three options. Um Well I think one is dumb and I'm gonna tell you why. Saqu- Saquon in the first is a is a waste of a draft choice, just like the reason why you said for the Derrick Henry. You got you got the seventh pick for you to keep Saquon in the first. I should have picked the tenth if I wanted to pick Saquon. Correct. Right. Correct. So you lost that. I laughed at you. You had seven, nine, and ten available, and you chose seven out of nine, seven, nine, and ten, which I thought were the worst out of the three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I laughed. I was blessed. Um, oh, I bet you did. So yeah, so I think Saquon's a stupid one. So I think you're left with the two, and you can go ahead and talk about both of them. Okay. So. Um, 
Diggs in the fourth. I think Diggs, well, he was the number one receiver last year. Or he was for like straight. six weeks straight. Yeah. So, I mean, um, like at the fourth at the fourth round draft, pick, I'm getting, I think he's ADP second-ish round, the top three receiver. I think there's value there. But I think I almost just have to go with Jonathan Taylor in the third. I'm scared that Marlon Mack's coming back. Um, and uh, my boy, Naheem Hines, is going And Naheem team. Hines is a fucking, like, a vulture somehow. Well, my, the coach fucking sucks him off. Loves a, loves a boy. Can give some uh, t- TD touches, bro. Gotta give, the, gotta give the boy Hines some TD touches. I just bro. don't understand. But, I mean, I think that being said, he is, like, first-round ADP for, like, like fringe first-round ADP. So, I'm yeah. getting two rounds of value out of him. For sure. And because I didn't pick the 10th pick, I almost can't pick Saquon because then that would have made this whole thing a waste. I honestly just, like, I panicked, like, after, like, the 11th, like, wasn't available. And then I was like, fuck, I'm just going to do the 7th. So, I think if I picked the 10th, I would be having a definitely way, a way easier time right now. Or, um, or like, I'm just regretting, to be honest. I, I wanted to have Saquon as an option to pick because I think he's going to be pretty fire oh. this year. You weren't locked in, bus. Slap it. I was at work. But whatever. I digress. <laughs> um, Matt had, has, had the, the 11th pick. You know, the he, clear cut. He only has one just like Nick does. Yeah, Justin Jefferson in the 10th, who I dropped. Who I dropped. So that also hurts. That also hurts. So Matt probably gave him Justin Jefferson in the 10th. I mean, good for him because he just had an abysmal year. It, the only thing that made it better is that he wasn't standing in the circle. circle. Dress. That was the only <laughs> thing that made it better. And, you know, well, speaking without, of that... Without far, farther ado, it's Smiley Cyrus. Up. It's all about the climb. Prom. Prom date. Prom. Prom date. <laughs> in your prom dress. In my prom Cute dress. Your little green thing. If you want to watch that, it's on an Instagram <laughs> lab on yeah, Instagram. I, I pretty much have two options. I looked at my team. I mean, I, I chose Adam Thielen in the second, which I think would be gross to keep him. And then I have pretty much a Joey Mixtape in the third, who I think is my safe option, even though, even though I feel like every year it's Joey Mixon's year and he never gets over 13 points a game. Besides when he gets that 143 bomb somehow and yep. he never can get over 20 points. And then my other option, because I did get the 10th pick, unlike him, is Kamara, because I got him last year. So those are my two options. Uh, I would go Kamara. I think I would go Kamara, but I also am so down on Kamara this year, because without Drew Brees, I'm just very unsure. My, my buddy's a good, uh, are a big Saints fan, and he says that um, since Brees isn't there, it allows the O-line to give it um, less protection because the whoever's in back there, if it's James Winston or if it's Jason Hill, they can get out of the pocket. Therefore, it can create more pocket space for Kamara to run. And he says every single time you see in a game where Kamara gets the ball and he has space to run, mm-hmm. he gets 30-plus yards. So he's like, he's going to have that from the backfield this time, so he doesn't need to be throwing the ball. Uh, I mean, like, that's, like, that is believable. It is. I mean, like, there's nothing I could say that, that could, like, I don't know, like, it's it just the, the risk of what we've seen of without Breeze um, is going to, like, like be in effect. But he was an old man that had, that had to compact the box. How can you have a small, elusive running back run up the middle when you compact the box? But I think that also needs to be said that, that like, if, if the quarterback play isn't great, then they're going to be able to pack the box. You know, I mean, like Breeze, I think Breeze is infinitely better than either Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston running the helm. Um, and I think Taysom, um, and also, like, Taysom Hill, um, like, if Jameis Winston plays bad, which he very well could, and Taysom Hill ends up playing more, then, I mean, that's just more of, 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 a, of a threat to Kamara, you know, for the rushing part. So I, I think there's variables there, but I know I just shat on Kamara for a minute, but I would probably pick Kamara. I think I would. Hmm. I think I would. We'll Interesting. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be a toss. So probably a game time decision. We'll have to see. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. 
All right, so we just got done with um, what keepers hit all 12 teams. Uh, what else are we going to hit? Let's do – oh, the punishment draft. Oh, this is going to be fun stuff. This all is right. fun stuff. All right, this is new this year. So so last year, um, the, the weasel was in the circle with the dress. Which Hilarious. is a great punishment, by the way. It was well done. Dress was nice color, fit well. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, it was definitely an eye popper. It was a nice, a nice green. A lot of um, waves, a lot of honks. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that being said – um, we kind of wanted to upgrade. I don't know. We always always are trying to do more, especially when it comes to you know uh, humiliating the loser. You know that that can never be done enough. And as the current loser, I'd love to dish it out now that I have got it. Oh yeah, I'm sure you want it more than anyone else. Like yeah. for someone else to get it. So so um, our change this year was instead of doing one punishment that everyone else gets. You know, um, like everyone, like anyone, it doesn't matter who it would have been, would have been in the circle. We're, we're doing a punishment draft. Love the idea. Yeah, Huge yeah. Fan. I don't know who even came up with this, but I love it. Um. And uh, the way it works is that after the draft, ESPN puts out these, like, bullshit final standings projections that don't matter. Like, it literally, like, the, the – I don't even know how they do it. Yeah, based off the team that you just drafted, it just gives you off where you think they, – they where they think you would rank at the end of the season. Yes. So that will be the draft order for the punishment draft. Each person is going to submit a punishment into the pool each. So they're going to have 12 punishments um, to choose from. <laughs> and then we're going to draft a punishment. So each person is going to have a different punishment. And let me just tell you some of the fucking options that have been set forth. <laughs> it's so good because the whole season people are just going to be terrified of their own specific punishment. Horrified, horrified. Like one of them, um, like um, you have to go to the Y um, in, like a, in like a zebra stripe ref outfit and just ref pickup games. <laughs> just for an hour, you know, like just a random run of people. And you're out there like literally blowing the whistle, like taking the ball, trying to take out of bounds, like for an hour. <laughs> so I, I love that. Like, I, I, what was your favorite out of those? Uh, I, honestly, I think I put my own in. I'm I'm doing a 12 hour shift at uh, the Salvation Army. I'm ringing the bell. Ringing the fucking okay. bell. And it's gonna be in the winter. 12 hour shift, seven to seven. Oh, terrible! And it's for a good cause. Yeah. Too. Oh, you can't back out. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you're um, you're suffering in a sense, but you know, I mean. It's it's uh it's it's for a good cause. Yeah, just bundle up, get some hot cocoa on your way, you'll be alright. Yep, yep. Um, there's the other end of the spectrum. Um, the Malice Mongoose Bodhi will not stop with the gunshot to the. I, I think it was to the chest this time around. <laughs> so we upgraded from leg to chest. chest. He's yeah. always trying to throw that in. Um, something also having to do with guns that's less you know lethal. There's the hundred yard uh, dash with the, with a everyone has a paintball, paintball gun. gun. Um, now let's say great. let's say this one was to happen. This person was to get this punishment. How far away are the shooters from the person running? I'm I'm gonna say pretty close. I, I feel like it wouldn't be fun if there was any sense of like, yeah, I can dodge this. I think the whole point is that like you're gonna be running and you're gonna be welted by the end, son. You like you're done. So I feel like the farther you stand away, like I don't know. So, so maybe like open mic night. Open oh that's <laughs> with it. the people with the songs of the uh, opposing players choosing. Yeah, yeah, that could be pretty legendary. Yeah, you just go up and we just pick <laughs> any song for an hour and you just have to sing. Like uh, I like that too. Um, th- there's the classic one I see all the time from other leagues, like, uh, spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. Every waffle you eat is minus an hour. Um, we don't have a Waffle House. We could find one. Or someone put in a Taco Bell idea. Maybe do the same thing with, like, a little taco. I guess 20- I could eat 12 tacos. Oh, my God. I'd still be there for 12 hours. I think that would always be embarrassing for me. Like, because I would probably, like, just clear a bunch of tacos in three hours. Like, it would be fucked so up. So if you have the first pick, you're not clearing the taco one? That's probably the one I'd pick. I might pick th- – I think if it's Taco Bell, I think I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm yeah. the first overall pick. Well, yeah. Well, that, well, I mean that's the whole crux of the whole thing is that like there's going to be different punishments and there's going to be just definitively worse ones. Oh, like, yeah. Ones that are just like way worse than the others. So if you're 12th, you better fucking hope, hope. 
that you don't lose. I'm excited to. I mean, the paintball one's bad. If that one goes through, that sucks. That one sucks. That's not very fun. (laughs) No, not you know what times you get hit. Yeah, thirty or forty. Yeah, a lot. Like like (laughs) like you're gonna be welted. Each person just lands three. Yeah, I, I say you're allowed to wear a helmet, and that's it. And then, and then you have to wear, like, something stupid. Yeah. And then just get fucking destroyed. An outfit of the people's choosing. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I do. I, yeah, because <laughs> I think the whole thing is that, like, the person that loses can have just no say. Say everything. No, everything. Yeah, they have no, basically, choice in anything. Like, it's all just, like, <laughs> just created to ensure that they're just, they, they feel the pain of the loss, whether it be um, physically, socially, or emotionally. Yeah. So, I'm interested. I'm interested. All right, so that was punishment draft. Um, we had a bunch of rule changes. I know we kind of mentioned a couple. I shouldn't even say a bunch. Um, we had fucking one. Probably, yeah, we voted on a bunch. We should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a massive, uh, um, massive voting thing. Um, like we all voted on some different things. We have to buy in, but I mean, in terms of actual, um, like differences to, um, like the league and how it works, we're only changing to rolling waivers, um, which means instead of every week the waiver wire resetting. Is like if I had the first um, choice in the waiver wire for one week and I didn't use my waiver pickup, I would still have it for the next week. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. There was a fucking million other changes that could have and should have happened. Should have happened. Pretty tight about it. Um, like, like I wanted IDP. Um, I know there, there was a lot of no kicker stuff that happened last year. Yeah. Um, like Jim Chatter. Well, for the one thing that did get passed with the rollover um, waiver budget, I actually I actually want it now. The rollover waiver is what we voted on. What I actually voted for that lost was the waiver budget. I voted for that too, the FAB. Yeah, I just think that's more fair. And honestly, it makes people have a second chance if their first round pick goes down in the first week. It, yeah. it gives them that safety net. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean – there's more to talk about with that, um, but I think um, it's it's a good time to wait because next week we're gonna have the commission and he's gonna have all of the uh, all the votes and who voted where. So I mean, I think we're gonna reveal that live. I want to see who voted where so I can just roast roast some people because I like, I really want to change. I really did. I, I really wanted to, to like, like tweak this a little bit, um, and it didn't. So I mean, we're gonna have the commission next week. Um, yeah, and um, well, I, I guess we'll be we'll be talking to you then. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have the commish, and like the draft's gonna be coming up too, and all that's good news. So definitely a lot of good content in the future. And hey, don't forget to follow us on all platforms. Yep, all pod platforms: course, Apple Music, music Spotify. Spotify. We're all there. Instagram, we're still there. And don't forget to check out our website, WeaselSnakePodcast.com. Right. It's still out there. It definitely needs to be updated once we have those new teams, but it will. And yeah, I mean, and um, with that being said, we're back, and um, we'll see you next week, folks. Yeah, this is the Weasel and Steak. Signing off.